what? I got a fever. You give me fever, fever in the morning. Fever all through the night Okay folks, welcome to episode 52 of the Dynasty Fever podcast. I'm Brian here with my co-host Jesse. Jesse, how you doing? Hey, I'm awesome, Brian. Great to be here. Right on. Good, good, yeah. Um, balancing rest and you know obligations well, and trying to set some boundaries. Yeah, doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is important. Just read today. Uh, apparently, this came out like a year or so ago. Uh, uh, the science suggests that forty-two percent of your time should be dedicated to rest. So that's about ten hours for every twenty-four hour period. Now, the that, idea is that, that you, could be just sitting on the couch, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to like um, average out like over like a week or so to be 42%. They're not like, it's not strict like 10 hours a day. Right. Uh, and, um, and then the article went on to say like, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, take that 42% or something like that, the 42% will take you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, okay. yeah, just thinking right about, on. you know, thinking about, you know, our culture of urgency and productivity and like how to like say, no, you know, I can do that. Right on. Well, outside of work, uh, I am a man of leisure. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I mean, I get I get what I need to get done in my life, but otherwise it's it's about leisure activities and having some fun. I build my day around the utter necessity for me to take a nap. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I know that you know late afternoon it's it's gonna hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh it's important. It's it's good for me and everybody for me to reset the day and recharge my battery, turn my brain off for a while. Because if that doesn't happen, then as the evening wears on, it's it's not gonna be good for me or the people around me. So <laughs> just make sure that I I I I do that. Yeah. Cranky Brian. Oh yes, oh yes. And that's when uh don't ever send me a bad trade offer when I'm cranky. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, just, I just got rejected with prejudice, by the way. Oh, someone just rejected me with prejudice. Well, you know. I mean, I, I, I understand Michael Thomas. I, I, I got a little greedy. I asked for a 23 first. That's like asking for the King's crown at this point. I mean, you know, listen, in a couple weeks, Maybe that flies, right? If it's a relatively late first and he keeps scoring a touchdown every week, even if he's not scoring many yards, maybe that flies, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I asked him, no, nah, he just doesn't have any interest. Then I asked for a 25 first and he's like, told me to go fly a kite. Well, I mean, it's the 25. I mean, is the league even going to be alive in 25? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not really messing with 25s right now. Yeah, it's a good league. Yeah. All right. Um, so, and I don't, I, I, and I don't necessarily think that I'm gonna hold my 25 first until 25. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's been two weeks in the NFL season, 2022, not 2025. Uh, I am still very much in the "it's only been two weeks" mode, but mm-hmm. there are some things that we can maybe discern, 
And one of the things that we wanted to talk about tonight is uh, some folks, uh, some players that it looks like we're wrong on, right? Um, it's my contention that on both these players, I was wrong, but not as wrong as people think, right? Okay. Um, and so I'm going to try to make that case tonight. Um, it's not doubling down. It's not tripling down. It's, it's saying, yeah, I was wrong, but you're going too far. So that's just my take on things, right? So you want to get going? Sure, let's do it. All right. Let's start with, uh, you want to do with the Eagles crush or do you want to do the sun god? Well, all right, let's, let's, let's do the sun god first. Okay. So that we can spend more time on Hertz. <laughs> I'll just, at some point, I'm just going to like, you know, turn off my camera and get up and let you like finish talking <laughs> about Hertz. Come back, see if you're still talking about him. All right. So I'm on Ross St. Brown. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the year, uh, we talked about this last episode, actually. There seemed to be like a community of people who, we're high on him and we're willing to put him in like the twenties. And then you and I weren't buying it. And I had him ranked at like 39, I think among dynasty wide receivers. So uh, in the two weeks uh, of NFL action, he is wide receiver four, um, both in total and points per game uh, for PPR uh, 24 targets, 17 catches, 180 yards, three touchdowns, 10.6 yards per catch. According to J.J. Zacharyson, he has not had a target share below 31% since week 12 of last year. Uh, He has a 33.8% target share for this year. 25.6 fantasy points per game in his last eight games. Justin Jefferson's best eight-game stretch was 22.6, so we're already comparing him to Justin Jefferson. Uh, And that was as per Scott Barrett, who also points out that uh, the most consecutive games with eight plus receptions all time Amon Ra is tied for first with eight among the likes of Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown was Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas uh so uh his fantasy pros dynasty rank as of September 19th which was the day after uh his last game is 25 still but the spread is now six and 22 the DLF rank is 22 and the spread is nine to 36. I brought him up from 39 to 25, not willing to go any higher at the moment. Mm. Do we see this continuing? How wrong could you and I be? Yeah, I do see it continuing actually, because through two weeks, the Lions offense looks dynamic and their offensive line looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what we thought was that they were building a good off, young offensive line and, and it's, it's performing. Right. So they've shown that. So I, the problem that I had with Amon Ra is that he's not the type of player that is going to burn you deep one-on-one or um, get a lot of separation just from root running and that a lot of his stuff last year, and even this year, is schemed open. Um, but then he takes advantage of the situation, right? So, I mean, I, I've never called him a bad player. He's a good player. Sure. But what Detroit's shown is that they're willing to scheme him open. And that he's, he's their number one passing op- option at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to treat him that way, 
then I was wrong. And if they're willing to scheme him open and they're willing to do the things to make that, that make him successful, man, he was a baller in that last game. I mean, he was all over the place. That run he had wasn't, I mean, it wasn't just misdirection. <laughs> Destroying people, man. He's really good. Mm-hmm. So when, with the ball in his hands, he's really, really good. And it, like I said, if, 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 you, if they're showing the willingness to, to use him in that way, as their number one option, then yeah, absolutely. Wheels up. Let's go. That's okay. how I see it. Okay. Right? So how it's, wrong were we? To what extent were we wrong? Well, were we wrong um, that he's top five, top 12 or? No, I, no, I don't see that. I, he could actually have a season like that. This season could actually turn out like that, but I don't see that as like repeatable. Okay. You know, so the, the dynasty like, fever Twitter account, Put out a poll on Monday, fresh off the, the big game. We did three polls. One of them asked, uh, how high are you now willing to rank Amon Ross St. Brown among dynasty wide receivers? The choices were top five, top 12, top 24, below top 24. Yeah, I voted top 24. Yeah. Um, so 54% voted top 12 and 41% voted top 24. Wow with some fringy stuff on the, the top five. And, wow. That's, and that's see, that feels like an overreaction to me. I would like to have him as a, as a good wide receiver too, you know, which on the, you know, if I'm building a contender, then he's, that's more of a flex. I don't really want him as I'd rather have Debo, you know, I'd like cup and Debo. That's kind of how I would, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. I want two elite guys. And then Amon Rice is just, at least one tier below those those sure. type of players. Yeah, I mean to say that he's in the top twelve, right? So you know, I'm not, I don't have to list a, a bunch of people, right? But we got the big two. A lot of mm-hmm. people are putting Cup three. I don't, but let's do it, right? You know, then you got AJ Brown, Lamb, um, Debo, uh, Metcalf, uh, Waddle, uh, you know, Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill. You know, uh, you're saying now that he's among those guys and probably ahead of some of them if you're putting them in the top 12. Yeah, I have a hard time doing that. I can't. And in it. fact, once Godwin is healthy, I have a hard time putting him in front of him. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, no, I, I, I am so like, I'm, I'm such a big fan of Godwin and he just keeps like, you know, missing time and stuff like that. Well, you know, it, yeah. his play style was a little bit, I mean, this was what? This was an ACL, though, right? Yeah. That he's coming back from. So that's not really does isn't the place that can happen to anyone. But yeah. no, yeah, does, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying, like, I finally want to see him. You know, yeah. While, while Brady's still upright and alive, you yeah, know, it's a, <laughs> right. See what he can do with with Brady. You know, for the rest of the the season, anyway. Do you think Brady's coming back next year? I don't know. You never know with that guy. Like, yeah, he's off. Like, I don't know, getting a facelift and apparently having wife trouble. We hear who knows who cares. I hate the guy. And I just I want him out of the NFL as soon as possible. But, you know, he did a fake retirement this year. And so who knows? Right. Like, who knows? So. All right. So can we he get has the to... ego to play to 60. So who knows? Yeah, that's true. So um, just to follow up real quick on that trade that I talked about where I just got mocked. Mm-hmm. For asking for a 23 first, yeah. I asked him for a 25 first. And he's like, well, I'm just not interested in Michael Thomas. Okay. So, okay, that's fine. No problem. I know the guy is a good dude. So I, I sent a gift of Michael Thomas dancing or whatever. 
That's not the only trade that I sent out and <laughs> just went through with another guy for a 2024 first. Interesting. You got a 24 first. For I Michael did get a 24 first for Michael Thomas. I feel great about that because yeah. I acquired him for well below that value last season when he was hurt and just waiting for this to happen. You know, even though it's a little touchdown dependent right now, um, that was just like one of my speculative buys that this is a rebuild. So um, I bought him on a, on a like a stripped down team and he's like standing there by himself going, Hey, I want this team scoring points. Mm-hmm. Somebody take me. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I like to do to, to build my fantasy team is just to speculate on guys. So sure. super pumped that that one worked out. Yeah. You know, That's Juju's very good a, ROI. Yes, absolutely. Juju's another one of those guys from last year for me. Yeah. And those guys will, those guys will, will pop up as the year comes along. I don't want to get too derailed off of what we were talking about but anyway so so i'm gonna go deep on amon ra here to make the case why you and i are still right that he's not top 12 i know you're not a big fan of analytics in football i would say that a lot of the stuff i'm going to talk about is not necessarily analytics so much as it is like advanced stats so to speak either way i think i'm gonna i I wanted to go i want to look under the hood right and see like what's how real is this and where is this coming from right so his receiving grade this year in PFF, for what it's worth, is 72.2, right? Which is, you know, the, on a scale of 100, okay? Um, the first week was 59.2, and the second week was 87.7. So they're saying he's had one really good game, and that grade is kind of riding on that. It's a small sample size, right? right. Um, his drop grade... 54.3, which is not good. Yeah, right? he had a couple ugly drops in week one. So he's got a small sample size of two weeks, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, uh, in 2021, his receiving grade wasn't much better, 79.4, although he had a much better drop rate, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked myself, okay, what, are the, what about the opponents that he's going up against, right? So Philadelphia and Washington, right? Uh, seventh and 26th in overall defense in 2022, according to PFF, small sample size. So I asked myself, what were they in 2021, 19th and 13th, right? They're fourth and 28th in pass coverage, small sample size, 13th and 27th in pass coverage in 2021. My takeaway from that is it's not being done against elite defenses, right? So, you know, it's not cushy, you know, like you're playing, but, they're also, but, but he's also the one making it happen against those defenses. So he's directly influencing those numbers with his small sample size as it is. Okay. And that's, that's one of the problems I have with analytics and football is that all of the sample sizes are small, even for a full season, sure. you know, compared to baseball where you have, sure. you know, you have thousands of, of bats after a couple of years for guys. But in, in 2021, Washington, not a small sample size. Washington was 27th in pass coverage, right? Have they mm-hmm. done a whole lot? You know, Well, no, and their, their defense has not looked good. The so. Eagles' defense, on the other hand, looked pretty dang elite on Monday night. On Monday and he had night. his best receiving grade against the worst defense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. uh, We talked about him being sort of dink and dunk. In 2021, 72.1% of his targets were from behind the line of scrimmage or up to nine yards, right? 13 behind, 59, 0, 59.1% were zero to nine. 
his receiving grades on those passes were 88.1 and 95.4. So good. Uh, his yak per catch, though, was only 8.1 for the behind the line of scrimmage ones, which is, you know, decent. Pretty good. Only 3.4, though, for the zero to nine. Huh. Right. Surprising. Right. right. So how does that look in 2022? Small sample size. 79.1% of his targets are from behind the line of scrimmage up to nine yards. 8.3% behind the line. 70.8% of his targets are zero to nine yards. His receiving grades are 61.5 and 70.2 with a yak per catch of 2.5 and 2.9. So my conclusion is he's making his bacon in this small sample size off the few deep balls that he's been thrown. 20.9% of his targets are 10 yards or more, right? Um, four at 10 to 19 yards and one at 20 plus. That's where his receiving grade is coming from with 93.2 and 90.9 with a yak per catch of 16.7 in the intermediate routes, zero on the deep balls. So he is making his bacon. He's making his impact from what I can see in the small amount of targets that, that he's getting 10 yards or more, which is not how they want to use him. Right. So he's not doing well, so to speak, in these numbers, in the bulk of the targets he's getting, which are short, right? Less than, than nine yards. All right. Uh, his I mean, average. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I would say that's a positive. Okay. If he's, if he's succeeding where you didn't expect him to. He's succeeding where he's not going to be used. I don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Where he's not being used. So, enough. Right. But, I mean, it does seem to be enough. Right. His average target distance is 5.46 yards, good for 75th. Oof. Okay. Right. Uh, and that's according to fantasy data. He's 34th in air yards and 36th in air yards per game. Right. So that just speaks to the short targets. And mm -hmm. I'm told by the analytics folks that we like air yards that we want our receivers to have a good amount of the air yards. Mm -hmm. I mean, I imagine there are really good receivers with low air yards like Debo and Godwin. Yeah. Like okay. we're just talking about. Fantasy points per target, pretty good. 2.49 actually, which doesn't seem like much. And he's only 12th, but the only person who ha also has 20 plus targets who's higher is Stefan Diggs with 3.09. Right. So he's fantasy points per target is a good, uh, he's is a good stat for him, right? Okay, he's only getting though 46th overall in target separation, 1.76 yards per as per fantasy data, right? And I believe his uh, his cushion rate I forgot to write that one down, but is uh, is pretty middle of the pack too, right? So he's he's getting decent cushion. Is this still, just from this year? Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. yeah. Right. Um, so my case that I'm making here is it's only two weeks. And in those two weeks, though, some of the numbers speak to mm, I think I think make the case that we are not as wrong as people think we are. 
Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I I, I don't see like that. Those numbers do help to clarify that you don't see a number one wide receiver there, right? More of a number two complimentary guy. And then, you know, you add to what's it going to look like with Jamison Williams, right? They're different yeah. players, but he's got to be taking some, some targets, right? Like, right. Yeah, you know, like once they have that weapon, they'll, they, they'll use it, right? I mean, Goff isn't the greatest at a deep ball, but he's not terrible. From what right. I remember. You know? Right. No, he's not. And he's actually been playing well this year. Not great, but pretty well. He's had some nasty drops. Shark hasn't looked awesome outside of that that touchdown. So and that's the other thing. Like, you know, they're not really concentrating on Hawk. Don't yes. know what's going that on there. Something I wanted to talk about tonight. He looks like a cell. Like, get rid of him before people get too hip to it. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if I get what I just paid for him. Right. So I I, I think I might need to hold him. I did one with Hawk recently. I just forget what league it is, so I can't look it up. But um, so we ran other polls about buying and selling the Sun God, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so as a buyer, what would you be willing to give in equivalent value, right? Uh, In a vacuum, but. Um, was it be more than an early 23 first, an early 23 first, another 23 first, or less than that? Right. What, who do I'm you sorry. That was, can you run that, run yeah. that through one more time? Um, more than an early first, 23, right? Mm-hmm. An early first, a first, but not an early one, or less than that? Yeah, I, 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 I voted a first, but not an early one. But in reality, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't do that. I, you know, and that's the thing, right? Like I agree with you and people will listen to this and think we're nuts. Okay. I mean, think I'm nuts all you want, but I just. I'm not saying that that we should, we should worry about those people. I'm saying like, we are in the minority here. Yeah. Yeah. And 54%, 52% of people said other 23 first and 27% said early 20. So that's. 79% 79% of people are willing to give at least a first. I mean, for- it, it's not, it, it's definitely not outrageous. I'm not telling people not yeah. to do it. I'm just saying I'd have a hard time pulling the trigger. If I'm a contender and I still have my 23 first and I consider that, it, you know, I figure it's going to be late, then, you know, uh, and, and I want to add a player with that pick to help me this year. He's not a bad option, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you consider some of the other crap that's out there, he's at least producing, he's young, you know, he's rocked up. His dad was Mr. Universe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm kidding with that, but I mean, it, it's not a bad play. I just, like I said, I don't, I don't know that I, I would be able to pull the trigger on it. Whatever happened to his brother, who was also named after an Egyptian God, Osiris played football for Stanford, but. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I only know of equanimous, and he. I don't know what equanimous means either. Do you? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it means like, uh, like uh, calm and peaceful and like even healed okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Something. I didn't know if it was a word that that man made up or not. Okay. So, um, I went on the DLF Trade Finder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where you can uh, 
DLF, like Fantasy Pros and other things, right? You can sync your leagues to, to, to DLF. And so those synced leagues, all the trades get fed into this trade finder, right? So uh, I looked for trades for the Sun God, simple ones, not the ones with like 19 players in them and that sort of thing, right? Right. So September 17th, okay, Saturday before the game against Washington. Devonta Smith and a 23 second for Amon Ra. Yeah, I, I think I want the Devonta Smith side. I think so too. I think so too. It's close though. Yeah. I, I, I have Smith like a couple notches below Amon Ra now at like 27 versus 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have him. I would, yeah, I have him I'm still not done with him, and it's a second. Like, I don't. I don't think I do that. Right. There's the simple fact that um, uh, Amon Ra is the number one passing option in in the offense that he's in, and yeah. Devontae Smith is two or three. Um, and we're gonna get to that team in a, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Ra. I'm sorry, Cooper Cup. For Amon Ra and a 24 first. Well, I'm not trading Cooper Cup for that. Hell no. Like, I want two 20, 23 first level picks, and one of them has to be high. I'd probably take less for Cup, but <clears throat> I'm not taking that trade. Not taking yeah. that trade. Mm-hmm. So, Let, this is- yeah, last year in the playoffs, the one time I traded, the one time I've seen Cup traded, even I traded like Hollywood and a Debbie first and probably a Debbie second. Yeah, I'm in that league. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. league where um, I traded you Lance, right? No, you traded me Lance. I traded you Lance for uh, Stafford. It was a Stafford trade. Yeah. I think I gave you a little bit on top of that because I was, yeah, I was definitely did. in buy mode in the playoffs. So, you know, I was getting, I was getting, Charged up a little bit. People were running the bill up on me a little. It's all right. I know that it's going to happen at that time if I'm trying to buy. But, you know, um, yeah, I just would want something a little more safe than a 24 first and Mm -hmm. an Amon Ra for, for you know, for for Cooper Cup. That guy's a a league winner. Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) the day of the trade, the day of the Washington game, September 18th, this trade was made. And I know inside – info that this was made before the game okay all right um i'm on raw for oh i'm on raw and a 23 second for davis mills super flex mm. all I these are the, super flex i'm on raw no i don't i want the i'm on raw side all day me too i told this person that I'm lower on Amon Ra than consensus. I'm higher on Mills than consensus. And I still think you robbed them. Yeah. Yeah. Davis Mills. I'm sorry. He, he looks like he could turn into a, a good functional, um, like kind of move the chains type of quarterback system, quarterback mm-hmm. kind of career backup kind of guy, but he doesn't have the arm strength to be a, you know, to be a starter on a team that's going to have a high draft pick and, is going to have yeah, a chance to replace yeah. him. I, I told this you know? person, we were talking about Mills because we both like him, and I, and I said, <laughs> I'm more worried two weeks into the season that they're going to draft a quarterback next year than I was going into the season. You know, But I also look at 
the people that I'm ranking him around and it's like Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, you know, um, 34 year old Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, um, Jameis Winston, Aaron Rodgers, 94 years old, like, yeah, uh, none of them are really jumping off the page at me either, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but, all right. So, uh, still the day of the game. I don't know whether this was before. I don't have inside info, right? Your boy, I don't know if anymore, Russell Wilson. Come on, I'm not gonna. Not to, I'm not gonna quit the guy after a game. It was hilarious for, what was happening though. For Flacco, Hollywood, and Amon Ra. Blech. Well, that's the rough side all day. That's a terrible trade. I'm sorry, but you, you um, I, I don't know who was on either side of that. No, I mean, they hurt anybody's feelings, but mm-hmm. yeah. you can't, you can't get back Flacco. Yeah, I mean, part of that deal. You know, if if they have like four quarterbacks and Russ is their fourth, you know, like maybe you're doing that as a contender, you know, but like Amon Ra and who, what, who, what was the third? Amon Ra, Hollywood, and Flacco. No, hell no. Okay, hell no. Those two wide receivers don't hold enough value to to equal Russ. Come on, I just no. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe they do like in a strict DTC kind of way but in a super flex league yeah. not training away not training away with who should turn into well it should be a stud quarterback for two wide receivers i'm just not doing that and neither one of them i, I so you, neither one of them is a wide receiver one so why, why the, would i do that you have and you have faith in russ yeah oh yeah, yeah. i was lower on him to begin with and it not maybe not so much him, but the coaching. Like oh, the coaching is miserable. So the coaching is really bad. <laughs> that's going to cap his, you know, production, right? Like, Did you watch any of that game? No, but you were telling me about the thing. Yeah. So they've they took so many delay game penalties because the plays are coming in late that the the home crowd in Denver was counting down the the play clock five four, and I could hear it watching the game plainly. It was hilarious. Mm. Like. <laughs> They're trolling their head coach already. That's bad news. Right. But it's game two. The things will stabilize. Yeah. And trust me, Russ is a, a, a Hall of Fame level quarterback. I'm not worried about him. So I remember um, maybe I, maybe it was our bold prediction show or something like that. You said, listen, this all changes after week one. And it all changes after week three or four when people mm-hmm. start making adjustments. Yep. So, and I think it's important to keep in mind, you know, like um, – Jeff, Jeff uh, Bell tweeted, like, uh, the rankings uh, through two weeks last year. Of, and, like, Jonathan Taylor was, like, running back, like, 21 or something like that, you know? like Yeah. You know, like, I mean, Derrick Henry hasn't even started Mark yet. Andrews wasn't good, you know, like. It, right. You know, it's two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't get too excited. But um, still, like, when, when teams show you that they want to do something and they do it successfully over and over, I do pay attention to that. I, I think it's pretty clear that with the exception of a few teams, Lions are one of them, um, the defenses are ahead of the offenses right now. And it's, it's just from watching it, I, it just there's just so much discombobulation across the league on offense. Just not enough practice, not enough timing, not enough handling the ball cleanly. Which and usually we say the offenses are ahead of the defenses right. at this time of year, right? But I'm not. It's not what I'm seeing. Mm. 
yeah, usually you're seeing a lot of blown coverages. And I mean, there is still some of that. Um, but a lot of blown coverage is a lot of like, well, there has been a lot of crazy shit happening. But there has been a lot of just, like I said, discombobulation, tomfoolery mm-hmm. on offense, just not being in sync. And that comes from practice. And, you know, the deeper you get into the season, that, that shit cleans itself up. Guys need to be pads more three times a day. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Whatever works, works. But this, yeah. they're not. This doesn't work. So can we can we pile that on to Amon Ra? Like once the defenses catch up and like bracket him, like. <laughs> okay, I, that's fine. I... <laughs> but at that point, maybe Jamison Williams is back, and Chark is fast as hell. So, yeah. you know, if you want to end. You know, they have one of the most dynamic running backs in the league with an offensive line that's creating huge holes for him. Yes. And like, like he hits he hits a huge hole with electricity. Man, I love that DeAndre Swift. So Heath Cummings tweeted that uh he has 3.4 yards before contact. Mm. So like he's getting out there. Yeah, now, I believe that. Right. And then six point something after it. Yeah, I believe that too. He's nasty, right, man. Right. And people were, I thought he's been my number two for like forever. You know, I love him. Yeah. And people, I thought I got the sense that people were kind of down on him coming mm-hmm. into the year. I banged up, uh, you know, and it seems like people are coming around. I even saw somebody in, in a, in a Twitter group chat say that they're ready to make him dynasty RB one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not there yet with JT, but like, yeah. You know, I mean, you got to see a little more. He's already not healthy. Yeah. You know, he was already on a, but you <laughs> saw in what? 10 or 20 snaps, what he did yeah. last week. That, that touchdown was amazing. So one more Sun God trade. Okay. Monday, the 19th, the day after the game, the blow up, right? Waddle plus a 24 first plus a 26 third. People are trading 26. 26th. Like what? It's not a sleeper league. Right, right, right. Four, I'm on Ra and a 23 first. Ugh. What? What? That's terrible. That's terrible. Can we get Chuck Barkley in here? That is terrible. That's terrible. Like you want the Waddle side, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that that's five trades out of four of them. We wanted the non Amon Ra side. And the only one that we wanted Amon Ra was when the guy stole him for davis mills yeah right i wouldn't i wouldn't take two amon ross st browns for one waddle you know i love him he's like my five or six like yeah i mean he's a top 10 for everybody now i mean he was around he was around 12 consensus i think going into the season 12 or 13 probably And, you know, he's definitely he's probably eight-ish for me. Mm-hmm. Um, fun story about rankings before we transition to your new crush. Um, so I rank in the, uh, on, on the Fantasy Pros platform, and it feeds a widget into the goingto.com website, right? And because I'm, I don't know, lazy, stubborn, whatever, I don't have them backed up on like a spreadsheet. Because yeah. hmm. also when you when you import the spreadsheet into Fantasy Pros, there's all sorts of formatting errors that come up, and it's like a hassle, right? So this morning, 
I'm updating my quarterback rankings. You know, click this, click that, click publish. And all my rankings for running back, wide receiver, and tight end are gone. Oh, shit. Yeah. So um, I don't have a backup. So the guy is good guy, Blaine, over at Fantasy Pros. He's looking into like perhaps somehow data recovering or something like that. Otherwise, I'm going to have to manually add everybody back in and, and, and then, and then re-rank them. So that'll be fine. Good times. And for somebody like me, that's like a nightmare, right? I get hit by a car or whatever. I, I can deal with that. Like whatever. Uh, you know, if you, know, you have so to do something twice. If I have, but that kind of stuff, like the small things that aggravate me, like technology, that's, mm-hmm. that'll make the vein in my forehead, you know? Gotcha, the tedium of life. That's just me, right? The broken shoelaces. That's what gets me. Mm-hmm. Not the I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I, I had, even though I spent my day making soup and potato salad, as I told you earlier, um, at work, by the way, <laughs> I still had IT problems to fix, yeah. as I told you earlier. And it definitely frustrated me way more than the food did. One thing that's not frustrating you? Oh, man. The Eagles. Yeah. God. Jesus. So let's and now that Eagles. I now that I know that we can win a Super Bowl, this I'm just in mm, <laughs> I'm savoring every little bite. Okay, folks, strap in for the next three <laughs> hours of, of the podcast. So um Jalen Hurts, you and I were both just not seeing it. You know, my my line is it's only a cheat code if you can pass. Uh, and you can't if you can't pass well enough to stay as a starting quarterback, it doesn't matter how much you can run, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And this year, you, and you were saying, you know, to be fair, that in camp, the, the, the news was he's getting better at sticking with his reads before taking off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he is now QB3 overall, both in total and points per game. I don't know if Fantasy Pros uses a base of four-point TDs or six-point TDs. I'm thinking six. I don't know that it matters much, but um, he's quarterback three. Uh, 69.8% completion percentage. percentage. Uh, 576 yards passing, one TD and one interception. On the ground, 28 rushes for 147 yards, three TDs and one fumble. Uh, His fantasy pros rank is staying uh, about the same as it was, uh, quarterback nine, uh, split between seven and 24. Uh, His DLF rank a little higher than it was uh, in the offseason, now up to quarterback seven, and the spread is between five and 13. Right. I, saw, I have um, him ranked at 11 up from 16 previous. So I saw the fumble on there on your, on your doc. And I, I don't believe he lost that fumble. In fact, I'm, I'm certain, almost certain. I don't remember. Oh, okay. that fumble, so right. it was, I think it was a fumble out of bounds or something. Okay. And his pick, which is going to make his numbers a lot lower in interception in two games um, bounced off of, Kenny Gainwell's hands mm-hmm. in the last game. That was not his fault. Okay. And I, yeah. So, um, no, yeah. God, I love this guy. So same, same question with, with, with the sun God. How, how does much does this continue? How wrong can we be? So now this is different. Okay. So we could be a hundred percent wrong. Well, not me though. <laughs> so all I said was, that he needed to take a step. He needed to um, start making better reads 
going through progressions better, have better accuracy, um, and just be more decisive overall, right? Stop running as his second read. Stop running as as his first read sometimes. Although, you know, I, I guess sometimes it is still a good play to run as your first read if you see the right thing, right? And uh, from what I understand, he's he's going in with the play and um, changing progressions at the line himself, which is um, that that's a pretty big jump. Yeah, and you know, I've one of the first people to say that this guy's got a tremendous work ethic, and he is an Alabama guy, even though he transferred out and didn't have any. Didn't find a lot of success there, but uh, the guy, he's smart. He works hard. He's a leader. You know, he's got all of the intangibles. So that makes it possible for him to take the lead. Just didn't know if he would or not. And through two games, God, like that Monday night game, uh, week two, it was elite. He was, he was making pinpoint accurate throws on the run, in the pocket, with anticipation, decisive, making really good reads, looking off safeties. I mean, man, he just looked great. And the ball's coming out with zip. Um, and he's running when he should. Um, I, I just – he did everything right in that game. If he plays like that for the rest of the season, he's a, he's a top at least five quarterback. Okay. You know, he might be top three. Because of the rushing. I'm willing to say that the amount of wrongness that I have could be higher for Jalen Hurts than it is on on, on Amon Ross. No, I'm not saying that because he played elite, you know, in two games, that it's definitely just here to stay. Mm-hmm. Right? Quarterbacks, like every other person in the world, world goes through in- inconsistencies and um, – who knows? It could be a hot streak, man. I really hope not, but it could be. It's we just have to watch for it. Am I gonna? Am I gonna trade the world for him? No. Mm-hmm. It's still okay. not enough for me to to know, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like. I, I'm gonna make another Seinfeld re- reference. Please do. Okay, so there's that episode where he's dating this girl that looks really good in some lighting and really bad in other lighting. So he won't take her. She looks really good in one booth at Monk's, which is not the diner that they go to. So he keeps taking her to this diner and she doesn't want to go there. And she keeps hearing about this other girl, right? And really it's her. That's the other girl, right? Because nobody recognizes her half the time. Anyway, so that's kind of how I see Jalen Hurts. Is I can't really tell if he's attractive or not, but I'm dating him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely giving it a go sort of reminds me of the episode where um woman he's dating likes to just be naked all the time oh yeah but then she like uh coughs and <laughs> opens, uh, a, jar opens a pickle jar yeah. really forcefully and the sort of yeah 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 i've seen so. too much <laughs> <laughs> all right so allow me to go under the hood on jalen hurts and say that i'm not as wrong as people think i am Wronger than Amon Ra, but not as wrong as people think I am. So progression. Yes, absolutely. Passer grades on PFF in 2020 season, 57.5. 2021, 69.2. 2022, 90.8. First overall. Right? 
Yep. Let's go under the hood on Minnesota and Detroit. All right. In 2022, 21st and 23rd defenses. In 2021, bigger sample size, 21st and 32nd defense. Uh, in 2022, they are 22nd and 18th in coverage. Bigger sample size in coverage, uh, 31st and 18th in 2021. 12th and 26th in pass rush in 2022. And 16th and 28th in pass rush in 2021, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a somewhat similar case for me with Amon Ra that like, mm, he's not doing it against beasts just yet. So let's yeah. be careful. He, he did it against two very different styles of defense. So Detroit, Detroit brought the house. They blitzed a lot. And then Minnesota just sat back the entire time. So I watched both of these games twice. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Because I didn't <laughs> as much as got on to red zone on one week. And then, you know, I don't watch primetime in another week. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Detroit is not that talented on defense, but they, they made it. A, well, they tried to make it a game by blitzing a lot. Um, they got eaten up by it. Um, Detroit did, by the way. So, and then the Vikings sat back in a shell. They actually have a lot more talent on, on defense, but they couldn't get a pass rush with four. And that's what they did most of the game. Sometimes they brought five, but we still have five offensive linemen. So they never really, um, you know, a couple times, but not really. Um, you know, they did like a slot corner blitz a couple times I saw. Uh, but um, actually, Miles Sanders did a really good job picking that up. Um and they just didn't pressure Hurts. I think they wanted to sit back and not let him run all over him or over them. But what they did was give him, give our receivers time to finish their routes and, and get separation. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of game that Devontae Smith is going to excel. Mm -hmm. You know, and he did. He was pretty much our top option because of just what they were feeding us. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about pressure. 67.5% of his dropbacks are clean. 32.5% under pressure, 67.5% not blitzed, 32.5% blitzed. Those numbers will always be similar from what I've seen, the clean and not blitzed and pressured and, and, and blitzed. They're exactly the same because there's only been two games. His pass grade under pressure, 75.9, lower than his 90.8 overall. His pass grade when blitzed, 69.0, nice. Um, lower than his 90.8. Now, the good news is, right, like he's not I, getting pressured and blitzed much, and you, ha you have a good offensive line. But I would expect every quarterback has a lower rating when sure. blitzed. Okay. Yeah. Or went under, plush, went under I, pressure. I, I, would argue, I would argue that's true, right? Just something, you know, to note, right? His press, under pressure completion percentage is 31.6, good for uh -huh. 23rd. Only two games. His um, deep ball completion percentage, 66.7, three pass attempts. So he's throwing in a clean pocket and not deep. Yeah. Pretty what much. Yeah, there's a lot of intermediate stuff and there's a lot of short stuff. And I mean, it's it's that's what our offense is. It's RPO based mm -hmm. and a lot of it is quick hitters and let A.J. Brown wreck people. Um, but 
this game, we were actually he was actually able to sit there and let receivers um, run deeper routes, and that's that that's why the intermediate game. Um, like I said, Devontae Smith, that's his game. He gets separation mm-hmm. if he's allowed to have time. And that's also the deep ball. Um, well, that was a blown coverage to Quez Watkins, but it was it was set up. It was set up by the routes that Quez ran earlier in the game. He had a great game. He played a great game, by the way. He ran some really, really sharp routes besides that deep ball. And uh, he ran a fake to uh, a route that he had run earlier. And then uh, turned it upfield, and the safety bit, and he was wide open. So the other deep ball was week one to AJ Brown, which was an amazing catch and play. It's a really good throw too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one, I think, was another deep ball to AJ Brown that was overthrown. He is, however, accurate. Uh, not just the completion percentage, but. He's first overall in accuracy rating at, at fantasy data with 8.45. I think mm. the I think the top is 10. I forget how they process that stat. But anyway, he's, he's first overall. He's actually fourth in air yards per attempt, despite not throwing the deep ball at 4.58 yards, but 12th in total air yards, right? He's 20th in pass attempts per game, not throwing a lot, small sample size, but seventh in total passing yards, mm. right? So that kind of mixed together tells me, you know, the deep balls are stretching up his, his yards, air yards per attempt. And his accuracy rating is helped by the fact that he's not throwing uh, deep much. And if he's only 20th in attempts per game and not throwing deep, but seventh in total yards, how much of that is yak? You've been watching uh, the yeah, game. Yeah, right. So, yeah, AJ, that's AJ Brown is his game. You know, and, and also the running backs. So when you isolate the quarterback away from the yak. Also, uh, that's that's a big part of Dallas Goddard's game. He wrecks you. Yeah. Now, now, so, now the, the, but that's, part that's of a good the, point. Like he's got yak guys there. So his right. numbers are going to stay up. Right. I'm just trying to isolate like how good is the quarterback and how good is he playing? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it is. Like I said, it's an RPO. Um quick pass type system that's not designed to throw deep balls or even a lot of intermediate throws. Um, but that's what they designed to make him successful, right? That's what he'll be successful with. So what we want is him to be successful enough as a passer to let the rushing, which is looking really elite. He might be the second best rushing quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, I think he is. I'm not going to put him on Lamar level because that dude's out of this world. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's he's next up, you know. So we want we want that production to shine through while allowing the passing production to augment and and move him up, you know, into the elite level. The two combined, right? It's he's not going to be he's not going to put up Herbert numbers just with his arm. He'll put up Herbert numbers with his arm and legs. Um, does it concern you only five red zone attempts, but that he's has a 20% completion rate, or is that just small sample size? Yeah, very small sample size. Okay. 20 according to next gen stats, 26th in aggressiveness percentage, which is essentially throwing it to tight windows. Okay. I don't care. I don't know what I mean. 
his his best to throw on Monday night was I think it was his first incompletion to Goddard, where he essentially became triple covered by the time the ball got there, and he put it in the only spot that wouldn't be intercepted. Um, Goddard didn't come up with it, but it was an amazing throw. So like, he'll do it. He'll throw in the tight windows if he needs to, I guess. But I, I don't know. That's not really his game, and I don't really yeah. think that. Right. I don't really think that he's going to be in that situation a lot. Okay, so the, so that that's my question, right? So what we have here is a quarterback whose the system is built to make him successful, mm-hmm. right? And he's and he's succeeding, mostly in a clean pocket, mostly not deep balls, uh, and um, and not you know under pressure and into tight windows, right? So my question is, when he's asked to get out of that comfort zone, when it's third and 12, mm. when it's an all-out blitz, when there's, you know, the offensive line isn't playing well that game, when he has to throw into a super tight window, right? Yeah, that's not his strength. So it's definitely, yeah, I mean, I what I was going to say is, that I feel like his style lends itself to like, you're going to get a shit bag once in a while. You know, there are going to be games that they, you know, they take away what he's doing well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that that's how it feels anyway. It's yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. Really what I really, what I'm worried about with him is just inconsistency. If he doesn't keep up this level of play, mm-hmm. he's so young and it's so new that he's ever played this well that it's, you know, it's not 100% believable just because he's done it twice. He did have a couple of really good games last year, too. Um, but then he was inconsistent, wildly inconsistent last year. So what are we going to get this week? We should destroy the Washington team, right? But who knows? We'll see what we get. Okay. So if you're a defense now with the new Hurts, mm-hmm. right, Um you're not going to dare him to run, right? You're not going to try to take away the pass and dare him to run because he's a really good, he's a really good runner. How are you adjusting in week three, four, and five to the the new hurts? How are you playing? I, I think, now? yeah, if it was me, if it were me, I'd try, I'd try a couple different blitzes and see what worked, but I, I would definitely blitz him and uh, put him under duress. I wouldn't let him sit back and eat me up. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'd see how he reacts to the zero blitz. Um, I might throw that at him quite a bit. That's, that's tough, real tough on, on a lot of young running quarterbacks. Um, and if that doesn't work, you know, I might try a little mush rush um, where I have like contain on the outside and um, uh, trying to rush up the middle, you know, like a, they call it like a race car package where you put defensive ends in the middle and you like, try to speed rush from the middle mm. and contain on the outside to not let him run away. I might try something like that. Um, definitely need to um, disguise your coverages, move late, you know, change up your coverage late um, on in the play clock, right before the snap, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things to confuse young quarterbacks, these things, that's what I would do. How would you I would definitely to, blitz the shit out of him now. How would you try to get him into third and longs? Like, do you do you concentrate heavily on the run game to try to get him into into third and uh, longs? Like I said, I'm going to blitz him. I'm going to blitz yeah. him early and often. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I I'm not afraid. 
I'm not afraid that that run game is going to gut me up the middle too much. Although <laughs> Kelsey is just playing like a monster. I mean, you know, it's a good offensive line. It's three it's a, yeah. competent backs. Like, you know. Yeah. And Sanders has looked really good. I, I give him a lot of credit. He's looked a lot better this year. I'm, I'm not sure what's changed with him, but um, he's he's looked like a feature back. So now we're going to get into trades for him. But before we do, um, you're not willing to put him in the top five conversation yet. Well, conversation? Like, as do I think he could finish that way this year? Yeah, I do think. Okay, I guess. Would you rank him as the dynasty quarterback five tonight? No, no. Okay. I'm not there either. Right. I'm at 11. I think you might be at like maybe eight, let's say. No. No, I'm not that high on him. Okay. I, I'm still, I still have him as a QB too. I'm still waiting and seeing. Okay. I love him. I love him to death, but just, I don't know. I can't get over when we were in the taxi cab and we drove through the tunnel and I looked over. Oh, whew, it was really ugly. <laughs> the Seinfeld reference. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. He's, he's, he's opening them pickle jars naked. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just can't get, I can't get past it yet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, you are a, 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 a burned. Yeah. Uh, Eagles fans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> come on. I've, I've been through a, I've been through you a lot of ugly times. not to trust times. good things coming your way. Yeah. When your quarterback vomits in the huddle in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, oh, trades for her. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Trades for her. Right. Uh, there weren't a lot, actually, that I could find. Um, so, uh, recently, at least, September 10th, so before the season even, even opened, right, right on the eve of the regular season, Hertz plus J.K. Dobbins for Aaron Jones, Alec Pierce, and Jamison Williams. Oh. Uh, I want the... Uh, all right, so... I, no, I want the Hurts and Dobbins side by quite a bit. Because, I, I mean, I, I have Dobbins above Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's Jamison Williams, and what was the third piece? Alec Pierce. Blech. Like a late second at best. Yeah. No, no, that's garbage. I, I'm keeping yeah. Hurts and Dobbins. Yeah, me too. And like, e- like I'm trying to even think like, okay, uh, Jones is going to have a good 2022, right? So maybe you're a contender and you go after him. But are you, are you, are you giving, if you're a contender, you're giving up a Dobbins and a Hurts, like, and, and onboarding two rookie wide receivers, one of which is Hurt going to the year? Yeah, and it doesn't, yeah. Also, it's disjointed. It doesn't really even make sense. Yeah. Okay. So um nine sixteen, right? So September sixteenth. So after week one, the Friday before the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh Hertz and a 23 fifth for James Cook, Elijah Mitchell, Tyquan Thornton, and a 23 second. Yeah, I saw that. It's garbage too. I mean, you and I both hate Cook, right? But you know. keep your quarterback. Yeah. And then, masterful trade. I mean, we're talking about Superflex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all 12-team Superflex. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> September 21st, 
Hertz and a likely early 23 fourth for Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and a likely mid 23 second. Yeah, you got the Mac Jones and Trey Lance side, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm concerned about both, but, you know, two young starting quarterbacks and a second. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I think it's a tremendous buy low opportunity for Trey Lance right now. I, I yeah. can see myself going into next year with a lot of Trey Lance. So cross my fingers, but it's an angle injury. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, Dak came back, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how similar the fractures are, you know, but. but yeah, he, it was ugly. It was definitely bent the wrong way. Yeah. I think then that was Dak too. Like, remember the ref was like, come, 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 come over here. Like, uh, yeah. Like, this is, this is not good. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still smiling about that. I know it makes me a bad person, but I love it. Um, you know, and, and and they're not me, right? Who in 2018 shattered uh, his ankle and will never be the same, right? <laughs> they're, oh, did you? They're young athletes, right? You know. Did that happen to you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Were you like mountain climbing? I was walking my dogs and slipped on ice. God damn it. Yep. And but. Silver lining, I want a lawsuit, and that's how I own this condo. Seriously? It's the, only, it's the only reason I own this condo and I have no student debt. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Life. Silver lining. So a lifetime of annoying level pain pretty much every day. Uh, or trade that off for a much bigger and better home. Yeah. And, and no student debt. Yeah. Yeah, you can pretend to own a home. I mean, you don't have to pay rent. Pretend? Oh, what, because the bank owns it, you mean? Like, well, we, we don't own anything. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the people that own the United States own everything. We don't own well, well, of course, yeah. If they want if they want my house, they'll take it. Are you, is this an invitation for me to get political? Because... No, it's okay, not. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll stop. I'll All stop. Right. So, so <laughs> you like to play, you know, what did we learn? And I think I think what we learned is that we were wrong on, on these guys, but we're not as wrong yet as people think we are. Right. And, I, and with, in an Amon Roth case, I, I just think we need to cap it at wide receiver too. You know, good wide receiver too. What, all right, here, here's kind of, I, I, I think I'd rather have Terry McLaurin right now Mm-hmm. But I think I'd rather have Amon Ra than DJ Moore. Hmm. A lot of that has to do with quarterback. Yeah. No, I, I, I could buy that. I had Baker's more, looked awful. I had more at like 15 and, and, and TMC at like 17, so they're close for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could, you know, the quarterback, the coaching there, like, like at some point, like DJ Moore's not going to score 12 touchdowns. <laughs> like, you know what right. I mean? Like. Right. I mean, how, how, how much can we go on talent and wish cast? Eventually they're going to, they're going to shuffle quarterbacks enough times that well, I don't know. the Browns hasn't worked for the Browns yet. Um, anybody else that you want to talk about um, level of concern for fields, Mooney and commit dynasty, not 2022 dynasty. Uh, two exclamation points. Okay. I'm, yeah. on a, I'm on like a half an exclamation point. Well, I've never been on the commit train. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a great talent. I think he's a 
you know, average level talent on a bad offense. And I just never saw it. Um, yeah. He's not even as good as Irv Smith to me. Who's dropping balls all over the place. The other wow. Night, the okay. I, no, I can't, I can't get on board with that. Oh no. Irv Smith is a much better athlete, a much better player. I'm not saying he's not in a much better offense with a much better quarterback. I'm not saying that's not true. So I like, I would rather have the, third or fourth option on that offense than the second option on that Browns or that bears, whatever the heck they think they're doing. I mean, yeah, I mean, they thrown the ball 28 times in two weeks. One of them was the sloppy, you know, weather game. They got a defensive minded coach, which isn't good. I get all that. I'm just saying, you know, long-term I'm not out yet on any of these guys because I, because I, I think that commit is talented enough. I mean, he commanded 94 targets last year, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I was only saying like, he's going to take a jump to like 105 maybe this year, which will be enough to get him enough points and positive TD regression or whatever to get him, you know, in that top 12 conversation. Right. Um, Whereas Irv Smith, we've never seen it really. And, you know, he's like the fourth option on, on, on the offense. So like better player on a better offense. Okay. Uh, Russ, you're not worried yet about Russ. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's finish with the Bears. Like oh, I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not as, I'm not as worried about Mooney because I think he's got much better talent. Level. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Mooney, I think Mooney will be okay. If not this year, next, um, they're gonna have a short leash with Fields. I, I fear, um. Not sure. Jury's still out on him, but things aren't looking good. I'm yeah. certainly not trading for him. Yeah, I think going into the year, I was more bullish on him than, than, than you were, and I probably remain so. But uh, if you remember a couple episodes ago, I, I was like, if that regime stayed in town, it's they could potentially ruin him, mm-hmm. right? After two weeks with this coach, he could potentially ruin him. Like, I think yes, that, yes. That, that, that fear for me is back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy not to have any. Someone, someone was trying to trade me Fields plus something not awesome for Trevor Lawrence, and I was just like, "Why in the world would I do that? Why, why, why would I, you know, trade away the guy that is that does look like he's making progress in his career, does have a coach that looks like he gives a shit about him?" I saw a Fields in a second for Lance today. I did that. That I might do. That's interesting. I do think he still has huge upside fields. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm just afraid of him, but I'm mm-hmm. very obviously you have to be afraid of Lance at this point. Although he's going to get another. It's not like his career is over. He's going to be their starting quarterback next year. What if? At which point he will regain a tremendous amount of value. What if Jimmy G? who I think makes the 49ers better in 2022 probably um, does well. well he's enough. not a bad quarterback. They he's make a... noise and the, they make noise in the playoffs. He's got a restructured contract. So he's, he's signed mm-hmm. beyond this year. Like. I think that's structured so that they're going to cut him at the end of the year. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Then, then my bad. Cause my I question, think, my I question think that was, was the deal he, he made. Like Lance he... lose the job. No, 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 they took him third overall. Case against Lance, uh, essentially one good year in the FCS. Mm-hmm. 
a showcase game in the COVID year, barely played much as a backup last year. And, and didn't now, look good. Now, yeah, right. And now now the ankle this year, he comes back, it's going to be like, like what, three years where, since he's played like an extended season, and that was in the FCS? Mm-hmm. He's still very young. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out young, and he's still only, what, 23 or 24 years old, so. He was he was the youngest of them. He was like twenty on the night of the draft or some shit. Oh, like was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew he came out young. So he's still yeah. He'll be twenty three next year probably. Right. So plenty of time. Not worried about it. And uh, you know, just all we can hope is he takes this time to you know dedicate himself and get his body ready. But uh, he's going to be a starting quarterback next year. They're not going to give up on him. They're not going to be able to get. They're not going to be re- be able to recoup what they put into him. So they have to just work with him and develop him. They have to. You so know. this this was mainly an episode about we were wrong on guys because they're doing better than we thought, right? Is there anybody off the top of your head who's doing worse than you thought? I mean, we I, I already talked about Fields and Komet. We talked about Davis Mills for me, of course, Brevin Jordan for me, right? Like I can't, I have to wear that right now. Yeah. Um, uh, Juju, Sky Moore, you know, I, I thought it one, you know, those two guys might break out early. Um, George Pickens, where's he been? You know, he got all that preseason hype. Not that I was like necessarily like buying into it, rah rah, but where, where is he? He's not, you know, he's not on the field. It looks like, I mean, their offense is ridiculous, which I just can't wait for Pickett to come in. Uh, it's not happening this week, at least, you know, that. Yeah. but um, I mean, Tr- Trubisky could get hurt at any point as well with the way he plays. I mean, and the way that line is playing, he's, he's, he's in trouble and they're in trouble. It's just a matter of time till we see Pickett, and hopefully, hopefully that gives the offensive lift. We have no idea, but fingers crossed, I guess. Which reminds me, where are you at with Najee? Because for me, it's like, okay, he was already an old rookie. List Frank, bad O-line, offense isn't moving the ball well. He's volume dependent. But as far as, like, who else, like, are you going to rank Javante ahead of him yet? Like, yes. because, okay. Even with the timeshare with Gordon? Yes. Okay. Yes, All because, right. I mean, it's not. It's not a 50-50 chime share anymore. Mm-hmm. Javante's the lead back, and and Melvin's coming in to spell him. I buy that. Um, is CMC now ahead of him? In Dynasty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know because, I mean, just – yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. He's still young enough. I probably, I probably have Barkley out of him. I was going to ask. That was the next guy I was going to ask. Barkley and Eckler were the next two guys I was going to ask. Eckler, no. He's a year or two older. Two years older, I think, than the rest of those guys. Um, Eckler's 28, right? 27 or 28? 27. um, I think it'll be 28 in season. Um, So Eckler, no. And he's not the same. He's just still – he's too pass dependent. Sure. He doesn't get enough on the ground for me. But uh, you know, I don't want to bump him down too far, though. Notch, I still like him, and I, I still think he's a good back. Um, you know, and an offense that I think will figure it out at some point. Uh, will and- Will this be the first year that Mike Tomlin doesn't have a 500 or better season? 
Very possibly. They've got a lot of problems, and they lost T.J. Watt. So, yeah, it's very possible. Um, it's a good coaching career. I mean, 500 isn't great, but, like, you know, like, to, he's a hell of a never coach. had a losing season in, in how many? Was it 20 years or whatever? He's been like, not that long, but, like, you know. Uh, if I had my choice of coaches, any coach in the entire world to start a, a football team with, it might be, it'd probably be him. Just dependable as hell. You know that, you know that players are going to either play for him or be gone. You know, there's just, you know, that they're going to be prepared. You know, everything is going to be done right and professionally. Like, I just, I love that guy. I just want to name for you. This is a plain, not lemon or lime seltzer. Plain seltzer. Mm, Unflavored. I'm drinking water. Maybe up early. Just, you know, I was criticized for the citrus obsession. So I just. Were you? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was called 10 minutes to wop there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you could try different flavors. I actually I've tried ginger before I I, I actually have a, a 12 pack in my car like it's it's okay yeah uh-huh. yeah I'm not like you know like, yeah berry is that crazy I'm not a big I'm not a big berry no. seltzer yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like fruit flavored things cool cool right well um I guess it's about time to wrap it up so time for plugs dynasty war games a few changes going on Oh, yes. So we are going live on Sunday nights at 9.30, between 9.30 and 10. We always say 9.30 and then chat's late. So we're doing our live show on Sunday nights, but we'll still be coming out on Mondays or Tuesdays going forward. Um, the audio. The audio, right, on, on podcast, sorry. Um, so wherever you get your podcasts, that's where we'll be. So we're focusing more on just rifling through players and trying to figure out their value going forward, what it was, what it will be. And you know what you can get for them and what you have to pay for them. And would you do that? That's, that's kind of, it's kind of what we're doing right now. It's just me and Chad. Mike's had to take a a hiatus. He might be back in a couple weeks at which time we will just be like partying and playing games like crazy. Nice. Does he still have that PFF gig? No, no, something, there was a requirement that he just, there was, I think it was too much time or there was something that he couldn't do within the construct of his family. So yeah. Unfortunately. 17,000 not to have kids. Yeah, exactly. They hold back your, your ability to watch individual passes and grade them. Yeah. Right. I mean, (laughs) who cares about some little idiots first steps, whatever kids stupid. I'm way smarter than any kid that's ever been born way smarter and i could probably i'm probably stronger than most of them too oh what is the um oh i said a great <laughs> a great tweet um it was it was uh it was a pro-abortion tweet and <laughs> oh, then God. and then the anti-abortion persons was like oh something like uh um sixty thousand babies would say otherwise or something like that right and the the, the pro-abortion person's response was Oh, that's okay. I could easily beat 60,000 babies. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right. But just, just lost the Church of Latter-day Saints as a sponsor? <laughs> I do like how you 
refer to it as pro-abortion and not pro-choice. Yeah. That just you want everybody to have abortions. You're just pro-abortion. Um, I want to normalize <laughs> that abortion is fine and yeah. it's not just about choice. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. my just, slogan is random abortions. No, free on demand, no apologies, no questions. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. But, that's more of like a socialist perspective on, on, on abortion. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe I'll cut this part out. On that note. <laughs> okay. Uh, and where can we find war games on Twitter? At DWZ underscore war games. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FF junkie underscore uh, rankings will be reconstructed. Apparently on going for com, And I finally released my magnum opus, my mm-hmm. article, uh, 10 Commandments of, of Dynasty Trading. So go over to goingfor2.com and check that out. You can also catch me on Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the Going For Two Live YouTube channel with Dynasty Saturday Night Five. We do lists of five as a way to talk about Dynasty. I caught a little bit of it on Saturdays. Good show. Yeah, we have some fun. Yeah, we're getting there, you know. Um, Chemistry's got to build like anything else, you know, so yeah, we're having fun. Um, and so you can find this podcast on Twitter at Dynasty Fever Pod. Any Bernie Desires last words? No, that's about it. Go birds. All right. Go birds. Fly, eagles, fly. Maybe that's that'll right. be our, our ending music uh, oh. this time around. Oh, it's the greatest song ever written. <laughs> All right, folks, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye.